بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله رب العالمين وصلى الله وبارك على نبينا محمد وعلى آله وصحبه وسلم تسليما كثيرا أما بعد فحياكم الله جميعا وبارك الله فيكم جزاكم الله خيرا I'd like to thank the brothers here in this new masjid, Masjid Abi Huraira, for giving me the opportunity here to sit with you and discuss this affair, a little bit munasaba, that which is befitting, to discuss the affair of the masjid in Islam. For no doubt, Allah, by way of his virtue, his fadl upon you, and his favor upon you, he's made it possible that you have a masjid here, a new masjid, in which you are able to, as, to establish some of the obligations of Islam and the benefits of this deen of Islam. And so no doubt the first and foremost upon every single individual that comes across the masjid such as this, a masjid that is established upon the sunnah, a masjid that has been brought about in such a manner is to thank their Lord subhanahu wa ta'ala and recognize the favor of Allah ta'ala upon us. For no doubt this is from the fadl of Allah and a favor of Allah upon us, the virtue of Allah upon us. Wallahu dhu fadlin azim. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala possesses great virtue. So when we discuss this affair of the masajid and establishing the masajid in a manner which is befitting and understanding its role within the deen of Islam, no doubt we must begin with the first of the wajibats, the first of the obligations. And at the head of all of the obligations in our deen and the whole reason the whole purpose behind our creation is to establish the tawheed of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and to worship him alone as Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala mentioned I did not create the jinn nor the mankind except to worship me Likewise, Allah Ta'ala mentions, Na'am, worship Allah Ta'ala alone and do not associate anything in partnership with Him. Likewise, Allah Ta'ala mentions, And your Lord has ordained that you do not worship anything besides Him. And you be dutiful towards the parents. This is the first affair that is established within our deen. This is the first affair that all of the Anbiya or Rusul went to their respective nations with. Irrespective of any of the harms and evils that they found within their society, they still began by way of calling the people to Tawheed. As Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala mentioned, وَلَقَدْ بَعَثْنَا فِي كُلِّ أُمَّةٍ رَسُولًا أَنِعْبُدُ اللَّهَ وَاشْتَنِبُ الطَّاهُوتِ And indeed, 
We have sent to every nation a messenger with the message to worship Allah alone and to stay away from the false deity. Every single message was sent with this affair. As we mentioned, irrespective of the evils and the harms that they face within their society, within their nation. The affair began with Tawheed. The affair began with the worship of Allah alone. And as is mentioned in the hadith, when the Messenger of Allah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam sent Mu'adh ibn Jabal to Yemen as a da'i, as a qulat, a qulat of Tawheed, he mentioned to him, إِنَّكَ تَأْتِكَوْمَ مِنْ أَهْلِ الْكِتَابِ فَلْيَكُوا أَوْ مَا تَدْعُوهُمْ إِلَيْهِ شَهَادَةِ أَنْ لَا إِلَهِ إِلَى اللَّهِ وَعَنِّي رَسُولُ اللَّهِ وَلَنَفْنُ رَيْشُمْ عَنَّ مُحَمَدُ رَسُولُ اللَّهِ He said, indeed, you're going to the people of the book. So make the first one you call them to, the shahada of لَا إِلَهَ إِلَى اللَّهِ And that Muhammad, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, is the messenger of Allah. This was the first thing that was established. So not only did all of the Anbiya wa Rusul, all of the prophets and messengers begin their affair with the worship of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala alone, likewise, they began and they ordered others to begin the affair with that as well. So anyone that embarks upon an affair in relation to the deed of Islam, it must begin with this Asl Adim, this great foundation, the great foundation of Tawheed. And so Bil Munasabah, the establishing of a masjid, the establishing of a place of worship is no different from that. Establishing a masjid cannot be done except by way of a near Saliha Khalis Allah as the Messenger of Allah Sallallahu Alaihi mentioned, Indeed, the actions are by their intention and everyone shall gain by that which they intended. So that person must establish an action of ibadah, an action of khair, beginning with tawheed, beginning with ikhlas. As Allah Ta'ala mentioned, and they were not commanded except to worship Allah alone. Upon ikhlas, upon sincerity, pure ibadah for the sake of Allah alone. Upon the millet Ibrahim. The religion of Ibrahim and Hanafiya worship Allah Ta'ala alone upon this Hanafiya associate nothing in, nothing in partnership with him in the ibadah and to establish the salah and to give the zakah and that is the upright religion the upright religion that Allah Ta'ala has informed us of begins with ikhlas lillahi azawajal the upright religion begins with this affair so the Messenger of Allah sallallahu alayhi sent Mu'adh al-Majabah to Yemen before Mu'adh al-Majabah was commanded to tell the people about the salah or the zakah he was informed to tell them about the tawheed of Allah azawajal 
Communion in the same narration, in the same hadith, is another narration or another word where the Messenger of Allah وسلم, says, Indeed, you're going to the people of the book. Indeed, you're going to the people of the book. So make that first when you call them to, and you wahid Allah to sing without Allah Ta'ala alone. I the tawheed of Allah. Make that first when you call them to the tawheed. So all of the affairs begin with this asl, with this foundation. With this itiqad, with this creed. And so when we discuss establishing a masjid, this must be done likewise upon Tawheed of Allah. The worship of Allah Ta'ala alone. As Allah Azza wa Jal mentions, وَعَنَّ مَسَاجِرَ لِلَّهِ فَلَا تَدْعُوا مَعَ اللَّهِ أَحَدًا That indeed the masajid, i.e. the place of worship belong to Allah, فَلَا تَدْعُوا مَعَ اللَّهِ أَحَدًا do not, So do not call upon other than Allah. The Mufassirun, the scholars of Tafsir, as mentioned by Al-Shaykh Ahmed Al-Najmi, Rahimahullah, they mention this word masajid in this ayah, refers to two, to two separate things. Firstly, the word masajid, referring to the masajid ma'rufa, that which we know as the masajid, the places of worship. The floor of masjid. So all of these places of worship belong to Allah. Are now established for the sake of Allah. فَلَا تَدْعُوا مَعَ اللَّهِ أَحَدًا Do not call upon other than Allah. Likewise, they mention also that the word masajid can be in reference to the places, the mawad al-sujood. Naam, the points of our body where we make the sujood, the seven places where we make sujood. So the forehead, the two hands, the two knees, and the ends of the feet. That these points belong to Allah. Ayyah salah, sujood. When a person prostrates, this is for Allah Ta'ala alone. So do not call upon other than Allah. So the salah of the, of the abd, or of the abd, the prayer of the abd, is for Allah Ta'ala alone. And we established this. And we do not call upon other than Allah. Likewise, the places of worship are established for the sake of Allah Ta'ala alone. Again, referring back to the affair of ikhlas lillahi wahda. That this affair of ibadah is upon ikhlas, is upon sincerity. Sincerely worshiping Allah Ta'ala alone without any partners. Not associating anything in partnership with Allah. And so the masajid are established upon this asr, upon this foundation, tawheed. Likewise, the second affair in relation to the establishing of a masjid and the role of the masjid is the salah. Establishing the salawat. Establishing the salat al jama'ah. As the Messenger of Allah sallallahu mentioned in relation to salat al jama'ah, 
That is Khamsa wa It's 25 times better in fadl and virtue than the Salat al-Fadl. Then the Salat that the person prays by themselves. In the singular. That the person that establishes the Salat in the Jama'ah increases the reward in that regard. Likewise, we have the narration when the Rajal al-A'ma comes to the Nabi alayhi salatu wassalam فَقَالْ لَيْسْلِي قَائِدٌ يَقُودِي إِلَى الْمَسْجِدِ He does not have a rider piece that can take him to the masjid. The Rajal al-A'ma, the blind man. So he seeks permission from the Messenger of Allah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam that he prays him in the home. But in the same hadith, the Messenger of Allah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam asked him, al nida Do you hear the call? Aida adhan? Faqala na'am. The blind man says, yes. Faqala nabiyya sallallahu alayhi wa sallam fa'ajib to answer the call. Answer that call. I hear the call of the adhan and attend the salah. Attend the masjid for salatul jama'ah. This is a benefit of having a masjid. That it brings the believers together. It brings the believers together upon the greatest forms of ibadah. The salah. As Allah states in the salat, that indeed the salah is an affair that prevents evil action, destitute action, and fahsh. That the salah is an action that establishes the servant of Allah Ta'ala upon the worship of Allah Ta'ala alone and upon the remembrance of Allah Azawajal alone. As Allah, as Allah Ta'ala mentioned, in the salata kanat ala mu'minina kitaban mawkuta that indeed the salah has been prescribed upon the believers at a specific time that this affair of the salah has been prescribed at a specific time that the believer when establishing the salah at a specific time that he is able to continue to be in this affair of the remembrance of Allah he does not leave long periods of the day except that he is within the remembrance of Allah he's reminded of his Lord subhanahu wa ta'ala he praises his Lord he asks his Lord for guidance. He remembers the grandeur of Allah Taala, and the masjid is established in order for the people to do so together in jama'ah. And no doubt, this is an affair that strengthens the brotherhood. 
المسلم أخو المسلم that the Muslim is the is the brother of the Muslim والمؤمن أخو المؤمن the believer is the brother of the believer so you establish a fair of ibadah with your brother and it strengthens the ties of brotherhood and no doubt this is in accordance with the sunnah of the messenger of Allah sallallahu for from the first actions of his of his uh, of his hijrah alayhi salatu wassalam was to establish the masjid was to build the masjid establish the masjid and establish the community and this was by way of establishing and building masjid al-quba but he did not just only establish the masjid alayhi salatu wassalam from his actions likewise is that he akha baina kullu mahajirin wa ansari that he established a brotherhood a tie and a knit of brotherhood between every muhajir everyone that had migrated from Mecca to Medina and every ansari he established this affair so the messenger of Allah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam was well aware of the importance of establishing this affair of brotherhood. Not only establishing a masjid, for indeed the masjid is a building. It's four walls. But if a person is not establish it in a manner that is befitting and carry out the acts that are befitting, then it remains as that. It remains as a building. It remains as four walls. However, the Messenger of Allah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, he established the masjid whilst establishing brotherhood. So this is an affair which is widespread and known now to the people, to the believers. And no doubt the ties of brotherhood occur and are stronger when you are embarking upon the remembrance of Allah. When you remind each other of Allah, when you perform actions of ibadah, for indeed Allah Taala states, "Wa ta'awun wa al birri wa taqwa, wa la ta'awun al al ismi wa al udwan." Allah Taala commands with ta'awun, cooperation, and birr wa taqwa, cooperate with one another in righteousness. Cooperating with one another in the affair of taqwa, piety, and to not cooperate with one another for the ismi wal udwan. To not cooperate with one another in transgression and sin. And this is the reality of the affair that a person that sincerely wants good for himself. And good for his brother, he calls his brother towards that good. He establishes that ibadah with his brother in that good. And how many times do you have the mention of the tawheed, the greatest of the affairs, the asr of our deen, the foundation of our religion, mentioned and then directly mentioned after that is the affair of the salah.
So the servant, no doubt, knows. And he should recognize that the salah holds a great status within our religion. Within the same ayah we mentioned previously, Allah Ta'ala mentioned, they were not commanded except to worship Allah. Naam, Mukhlisin, sincerely for him. Ayesh is Tawheed. Worship Allah from Tawheed. Hunafa, the Safab Hanifi, the Millet Ibrahim, the original Ibrahim, Al Hanifiya. This is an affair again of Tawheed. That the Hanifiya, the original Ibrahim, is ma'il on al-shirk. The religion that turns away from shirk. Upon tawheed of Allah ta'ala. So Allah establishes this affair of tawheed. When describing a deen al-qayyam, when describing an upright religion, he discusses the affair of tawheed first. Thereafter, he goes on to mention وَيَقِيمُ الصَّلَاةِ and they establish the salah. Establishing the prayer again from this affair of tawheed, from this affair of ibadah, from this affair of having an upright religion, likewise giving the zakah. All of these affairs are established from the benefits of having the masjid and from the role of the masjid. Is to provide, is to provide the people with an opportunity to attend the Salatul Jum'ah. The opportunity to attend the Salatul Jum'ah. And the Salatul Jum'ah is an opportunity once a week. For the people to be reminded and sit before the khatib and be reminded of Allah Taala, hear the praise of Allah Azawajal. This is an obligation on every individual to attend the Salatul Jum'ah. Again, establishing the Salah in congregation. Again, being in a situation where they find that they have the reward of Allah Taala, for indeed they are upon the worship of Allah Taala alone, and they cooperate upon birra taqwa. They cooperate one another upon righteousness. They cooperate one another upon their piety. They hear the khutbah of the khatib praising Allah Azawajal, calling towards good, reminding one another upon the remembrance of Allah, enjoying the good and forbidding the evil. And for this reason you find that it's not befitting and it's not, and it's not permissible for the person to speak during the khutbah. For indeed, everything should be upon the tarqiz, upon the concentration 
of the hadith, the one that is attending the khutbah. So we are commanded to listen to the khutbah. Be attentive. So when such an action and when such an affair is established, then no doubt from this is from the roles of the masjid that have been fulfilled. That on a daily basis, the salawat, the khamsa are established. This ibadah azim the salah is established. The opportunity for the people to establish the salah at its correct time so that they remain upon the remembrance of Allah continuously during the day is established. And on every Jum'ah, the individual is able to listen to a khutbah, to hear the remembrance of Allah, to hear the thana al Allah, the praise of Allah Azza wa And so when the Messenger of Allah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, he established the Masjid, he established the Masjid upon this, these affairs. No doubt beginning with the Tawheed of Allah. No doubt beginning with establishing the Salawat, the daily Salawat in the Masjid. Establishing a place and a time for Jum'ah. But when he established Al-Masjid al-Nabwi in the middle of Medina, he establishes also as a place and a hub for Talab al-Ilm, for seeking of knowledge. For indeed this affair of knowledge is a key towards guidance. And so when the Messenger of Allah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, he stated, مَنْ سَلَكَ تَرِيْكًا يَلْتَمِسُ فِيهِ عِلْمًا سَحَّلَ اللَّهُ لَهُ تَرِيْكًا إِلَى الْجَنَّةِ When the Messenger of Allah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam stated, that whoever traverses upon a way seeking knowledge, then Allah Ta'ala made the way or the path to Jannah easy for him. He no doubt, alayhi salatu salam, was referring to the one that seeks al-ilm al-nafi. And Ibn Rajab, rahimahullah, he mentions in relation to ilm, you have two types. Ilm al-nafi, wa ilm al-bilanfah, wa ilm al-dar. The beneficial knowledge and the ilm that does not benefit, or the ilm that does not, or the ilm which is harmful. The beneficial knowledge or ilm which is harmful. And so, Ibn Rajab Rahimahullah goes on to elaborate that ilm al nafi is ilm al sharia. The beneficial knowledge is the knowledge of the sharia, knowledge of the legislation, what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has legislated in this deen. However, ilm al-nafi' or ilm al-shari'ah, ilm al-shari'ah tillah, the ilm of the legislation of Allah is not regarded as being ilm al-nafi' except that it's acted upon. And Imam Ahmed, rahimahullah, he mentioned that ilm, or amal, yani, amal, min thamarat al-ilm. That the actions are from the thamarat, are from the fruits and the benefits of that knowledge. So a person cannot say that they've sought beneficial knowledge if they do not act upon it. 
Rather, it's a must that they act upon that knowledge that they seek. As the Messenger of Allah sallallahu alayhi wa said, Al-Qur'an hujjatan lak awalik. That Al-Qur'an, the Qur'an is a hujjah, will be a proof for you or against you. The Qur'an, as Ahlul Ilm discussed, is a proof for an individual if they seek knowledge of that Qur'an, they memorize Qur'an, they understand the tafsir of Qur'an, they understand asbab al-nuzul, for example. The reason and the means of his revelation or some ayat, they study all these affairs, it's a proof for you if you act upon them. It proves to be a proof for you if you act upon them. Whilst the Quran could be a hujjatan alayk, could be a proof against you if you do not act upon that which you learn. If you do not act upon that which you learn. And so when the Messenger of Allah sallallahu alayhi he states, that whoever traverses upon the path of knowledge that Allah made the path of Jannah easy for him is no doubt referring to the individual that seeks the beneficial knowledge, first and foremost. They seek the beneficial knowledge. They attain that beneficial knowledge. For indeed they act upon it. And no doubt the one that does righteous action, the one that performs righteous action, the path to Jannah will be made easy for him. For the, indeed, the path to Jannah is attained by way of righteous action. Beginning with, at the head of it, with Tawheed, with Salah, and actions other than that. These are the righteous actions. As Allah Ta'ala mentioned, قُلْ هَلْ يَسْتَوِي الَّذِينَ يَعْلَمُونَ وَالَّذِينَ لَا يَعْلَمُونَ Say, are those who, those who know equal to those who do not know? This religion has come, Islam has come, by way of the wahiyya in the kitab and the sunnah. And the affair of ilm is an affair which is mahmoud. The affair of knowledge is mahmoud, is praiseworthy. It is held in high regard of a high status, knowledge, beneficial knowledge. Whilst you find that the affair of jahl, the affair of ignorance is madmoon. The affair of ignorance is something which is blameworthy. And is not held in high regard. So if a person now finds themselves in a situation where they're able to establish a place of the worship of Allah Ta'ala, just as this affair of Islam came with ilm, kitab and sunnah, beginning no doubt by way of the wahi, <coughs> beginning no doubt by way of the revelation to the Messenger of Allah sallallahu wasallam, and then continuing with his sahaba, <coughs> continue by the way of the sahaba, traveling, In the way of knowledge, then we must ask 
If you seek to establish a place upon the worship of Allah, and you want to do so in accordance with the Sunnah of the Messenger of Allah, how can you do so except that you establish it as a hub for knowledge as well? That the Masjid is established in order for the people to enter and to increase in their ilm, beneficial knowledge of the Deen of Islam. Increasing their knowledge of the Tawheed of Allah, the rights of Allah upon all of us. Increasing their knowledge of the Sunnah, the Messenger of Allah, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. So when they walk through the door of the Masjid, they should be able to know more when they, before, when, whilst they walk up, than when, when they walk up. They seek to increase. They're given the opportunity to increase in ilm. They know who the people of knowledge are. They become acquainted with who the people of knowledge are. For indeed, as we, as we have this statement, المشهور المعروف of Ibn Sirin, إِنَّ هَذَا عِلْمَ Indeed, this knowledge is the religion. فَانْظُرُ عَمَّا تَعْفَبُ دِينُكُمْ So look to who you take your knowledge from. Or look to who you take your religion from. Knowledge is the deen. A person cannot say I'm upon Tawheed whilst he does not have knowledge of the rights of Allah. And no doubt Tawheed is the deen. A person does not have deen if he does not have Tawheed. And a person requires to have knowledge of Tawheed first and foremost. So he must establish these rights. <coughs> establish the rights of Allah Azza wa Jalla alone. This is the reality of the service. And this is what you find should be from the actions and the role of the masjid and all of the masajid. That the people are acquainted with knowledge. They are acquainted with the kitab. They are acquainted with the sunnah. For indeed this is the path to Jannah. From the roles of the masjid Likewise, it's a have or establish the people upon understanding of the Quran. Understanding of the Quran by way of recitation of the Quran. Understanding of the Quran by way of giving the Quran is due right. As the Messenger of Allah, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, he mentioned in the Hadith and Mashhur, where he, meant, where he, where he states at Deen al Nasiha. That the religion is sincere advice. We said, Who is religious advice? Is sincere advice to whom, Ya Rasulullah? Faqah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, and he states, alayhi salatu wa salam, Lillahi, wa rasuli wa al-kitab, wa immatu muslimi wa amatihim. The sincere advice in relation to Allah. His messenger, his book, the leaders of the Muslims, and the general people from them. And so, Ahlul Ilm, the scholars, when discussing the affair of Nasiha lil Kitab, sincere advice in relation to the book, yani the Quran, the sincere advice in relation to the Quran is as follows that the person 
has the correct creed in relation to the book of Allah. That they affirm that the book of Allah, the Quran, is from the kalam of Allah, ghayr makhluq. That the Quran is from the speech of Allah and is not created. The Quran is from the speech of Allah and is not created. Likewise, from Masihah al-Kitab, is that they give it its due right in terms of recitation. They seek to strive and have ihsan and perfect their recitation by way of reciting the book of Allah with its tajweed. Given that every single, every single letter is right. By way of Masih al-Kitab is that they study from the tafsir of these ayat, the explanation of these ayat. They read the narration that discuss the meaning of these ayat. They increase their knowledge of these ayat. Likewise, from Nasih al-Kitab, is they seek knowledge of Asbab al-Nuzul, the reason for the revelation of these ayat. Likewise, from, from Nasih al-Kitab, is that they teach the recitation of the Book of Allah. They continue it. For indeed, the Book of Allah, the Quran is continued and is passed on by way of riwayah. It's recited from a, from a teacher to the student. And it carries on and this is the mean and this is why Allah, the way of Allah Taala, preserving the Book preserving the Qur'an and from the, from the, the miracles of the Nabi alayhi salatu wasalam was the Qur'an in of itself the revelation of the Qur'an to him and that there was nothing like it when revealed as Allah ta'ala states وَإِن كُنْتُمْ فِي رَيْبٍ مِمَّا نَزَّلْنَا عَلَىٰ عَبَدِنَا and if you are in doubt of that which we have revealed to our servant, and he revealed to the Messenger of Allah, وسلم, then come with a surah, come with a, come with a chapter like it, and call. Your witnesses besides Allah, I those that will bear witnesses that this is like it. If indeed you are truthful. If indeed you are truthful. Then Allah Ta'ala goes on to say, And he goes on to state, and if you're not able to do so, and you will never be able to do so, then fear the fire which fuel is men and stones that have been, that has been prepared for the disbelief. So we look at this affair on the book of Allah from Nasih al-Kitab teaching the book of Allah 
As the Messenger of Allah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam The best of you are the ones who learn the Quran and then teach it. The best of you. So this is our thana. This is our praise for the Messenger of Allah sallallahu alayhi wa for these individuals. The ones that learn from the Quran and then teach the people. So we look at all of these affairs in relation to Nasiha al-Kitab. Al-Nasiha, sincere advice in relation to the Book of Allah, Al-Quran. The correct creed, I knowledge. Establish an understanding of it, tafsir, asbab al-nuzul, I knowledge again. Teaching it, learning it, knowledge again. Learning how to recite it, giving every single letter is right. And no doubt the masjid is a place, a space, an opportunity for all of these things to be established. For all of these things in relation to al-nasiha al-kitab to be established. And so the, so the masjid and those that establish the masjid should seek no doubt to establish this nasiha al-kitab. Establish it for the people. Likewise from the role of the masjid <coughs> that we discussed as well briefly is that the role of the masjid is to build and establish a community upon the obedience of Allah ta'ala, and upon the sunnah of the Nabi alayhi For as we mentioned previously from the first action of the Messenger of Allah وسلم, was to establish a masjid, to build a masjid, Masjid Quba. However, it did not suffice with that. Rather, after that action of building the masjid, he went on to establish the brotherhood amongst the Muhajirin wa Ansar, the Sahaba. Establish a community. For indeed, the one that does so is able, no doubt, to bring about aid for the afraad, for the individuals in that community, in the tarbiyah, to anfusihim, wa ahlihim. So Allah Ta'ala commands us, ku anfusikum wa ahlikum nara. Save yourselves and your families from the fire. We will come out with the affair. Salvation of our own souls. Salvation of our families. No doubt this comes about by way of the Kitab and the Sunnah. Within the Sunnah is salvation. Within the Kitab is salvation. We've commanded to hold on firm to the rope of Allah. Hold on firm to the rope of Allah and be not divided. Again, the masjid is a mere building. 
However, if it's established in order to bring about that khayr, and the people that are seeking to save themselves and save their families, they are aided in by way of that, by way of their community. And they know where to go in order to attain that aid. Then indeed, this is much khayr has been, much khayr has been achieved by way of that. Much good has been achieved by way of that. For when Allah Ta'ala commands us to save ourselves and save our family from the fire, this does not mean it's exclusive from aid. Does not mean it's exclusive from being helped by others. To help one another. To want for the same for one another. As the Messenger of Allah Sallallahu Alaihi mentioned in the hadith narrated by Anas ibn Malik. لا يؤمن أحدكم حتى يحب لأخيه ما يحب لنفسه وما يحب لنفسه None of you truly believe to you love for your brother that which you love for yourself. So individual loves for himself no doubt salvation. An individual no doubt loves for himself this affair of hidayah, guidance and success in the dunya and the akhirah. So no doubt, you should want that for your brother. And so the masjid brings the people together in order to aid one another. And again, you have ta'awun ala al-birri wa taqwa. Again, the servants have ta'awun. They cooperate upon birr. They cooperate upon righteousness. They cooperate, they cooperate upon the taqwa of Allah Azza wa Jal. And this is what is required from us. And this is why we establish these masajid. For these benefits. For the means of the cultivation of ourselves. The cultivation of our family. And we seek nearly to Allah Taala by way of this. We reflect upon the source. We reflect upon the text. And seek to implement them. Aid in one another. In that affair. For indeed Islamic cultivation. Is one which we need to aid one another in. Specifically when we find ourselves in, these, in lands such as this. Dar al-Kufr. We face much opposition. As said for you, we may face opposition from the disbelievers. We may face opposition for Ahlul Bid'ah, the people of innovation. However, Allah from his fadl and from his virtue, he brings everyone together. He's brought everyone together upon one particular place, a masjid, in order for them to be able to aid one another. And bring upon this khayr, bring about this khayr for one another. And this is something that everyone should strive to do. They should strive to aid one another upon the obedience of Allah Azza wa Jal. And these are just some of the benefits. And some of the roles of the Masajid. That I wish to mention and, and to encourage the ikhwah. Not only the ikhwah here. Alhamdulillah. 
who by the grace of Allah and the mercy of Allah and the fadl of Allah, Allah has blessed them with a new masjid. But for maybe others who are seeking to establish something similar in their own area, or know people that seem to establish that which is similar in their own area, to always renew your intention. Always remind yourself why these actions are being done. To not get caught up in the logistics of establishing the masjid and the daily runners of it. But remember why it's here. I remember that it's been established because Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has blessed a particular community for that. And no doubt upon the servant when being blessed with khayr should turn to Allah and say gratitude. And bring about as much benefit as they can for the masajid and his people. And again, this gratitude begins with the affair of Tawheed. It begins with the affair of worshipping Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala alone without any partners. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala knows best. وَفَدْ نَقْتَفِي بِإِذْنِ اللَّهِ تَعَالَى بِهَذَا بِهَذَا الْقَدْرِ جَزَاكُمُ اللَّهُ خَيْرًا وَبَارَكَ لَهُ فِيكُمْ وَصَلَّى اللَّهُ وَبَارِكَ عَلَى نَبِينَ مُحَمَّدٍ وَعَلَى آلِهِ وَصَحْبِهِ وَسَلَّمَ He's talking more in terms of, or when he's referring to it, he's referring to the knowledge of the Sharia or knowledge that is of, of the Deen. If that makes sense. So someone can study a ma'lumat of Deen, and it could be beneficial, or it could be knowledge which is not beneficial. Why? Because the affair always goes back to his actions. Naam. So you have the knowledge which is beneficial. Naam, because the person acts upon it. Naam. Then it could be knowledge which is harmful. It doesn't benefit because the person doesn't act upon it. So that's the maqsood in Allah Ta'ala. Jazakallah khaira. Akhra fikum. Sallallahu barik ala nabina Muhammad. Wa ala alihi wa sahbihi wa sallam.